right, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to the Make It Plain Wayne podcast, Elevated Friendship. How do you feel about all this going on? Now, I'm going to tell you how I feel, but how do you feel? Let's make it plain. All right, you all. So <laughs> we are back, and I mean, you, you got to help me here. You know, we've got this movie Prey, and to me, now this is to me, it was equal to the original, and and made me pay even more attention uh, to the Predator's hunting this time. So I have so many questions now when it comes to the Predators, and those of you that listen or want to chime in on this. Please take this on as as a challenge or as homework and feel free to run with this however which way you like. Um what like how do we decide on Predator Planet that now is the time to go out and hunt? And I'm not just going to hunt for, you know, a snack or for some food cuz I I do think they eat us. Um I'm not just going out to hunt to eat. I'm hunting hunters. Like when I see somebody chasing after somebody, ooh, that's who I want. I want to be the hunt of the hunters. I want to be the top of the food chain. So, I mean, do they hunt whales? Like, I don't know. How does that look? So, like, when do we decide on Predator Planet that, all right, Y'all are kind of boring. <laughs> Let me go, you know, hunt down these, you know, very fleshy, hairy, loud, and sometimes, you know, ignorant people. Let me go check them out. Um, and then uh, question number two is uh, what part of the rotation is our planet in, right? So not just how do we decide to leave Predator Planet and then come hunt on our planet, but then question number two is, what part of the rotation is our planet in? Because it, most fishing and hunting has a season, right? There's a fishing and hunting season. So you might go out once, you might go out twice, you might go to the same, you know, if you're ice fishing, you might go to the same spot a couple times. Um, and it, it was very ironic that there was a bear, a bear out there, you know, in the movie. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. It was very ironic to me. Um, I have a friend, uh, actually an old, an old boss, I'm sorry, an old boss who was explaining to us over uh, dinner one time that uh, his brother was out, I think, either fishing or hunting, and a bear started hunting him. <laughs> started running and tracking him through the woods and just like we saw in the movie when the smell and the when the smell kicked up from the wind that bear either smelled the dog or he smelled the uh, young lady so um yeah where are we in that cycle are we the beginning or do they bloop 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 you know, go through all their planets and like, all right, now here comes the big, bad humans. Now I'm ready to go. And, and is that why they attack us and hunt us with so much uh, 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 animosity 
for lack of a better term. So yeah, number one, how do you make the choice to leave your planet to do all this hunting? Number two, where in the hunting cycle do we do we fall? Are we in the beginning, the middle, or the end? Right of of the planets that they hunt because they have um, a galaxy intergalactic travel as we've seen in in some of the movies. Um, Requiem we saw in Requiem they travel um, quite quite a ways to get here. Um, and then I, 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 as I said already, you know, how do we decide to get off their planet? Number three, uh, my third question was what happens on their planet? Like, what do they do on their planet? Are they Spartans? Is there like a Spartan type of, of mindset and behavior? Do they battle to the death or are they just drunk with, with violence where they battle to the death on their planet, or are they nice and peaceful and zen-like? And they're doing this to, you know, in a way to protect their galaxy, their home, in case, you know, someone, a bigger bully or a badder bully, comes along and threatens them as it's, as it's you know, happened in the past. So, you know, is this a, I don't want to say passive aggressive, but is this a form of extended or forward insurance where now we know all of the threats out there in the universe and the galaxies because we've tested them and tried them and there really isn't anybody that can really hang with us. You know, there might be one that based on strategy can get with us. No, they don't have our technology, but based on strategy, there's one that can get with us. Um, so you never know, like you, you, you just never know, but overall, um, I, I had such an amazing, um, you know, time with this movie, this show, and it, uh, it just really highlighted a lot of the things that I think we've come to know and love about, uh, the Predator franchise. So for me, I just want to run it down really quick. Um, obviously, you know, of the, the Predator series, I'm looking at six movies. Please tell me if I'm wrong. Um, but I'm looking at these six movies, um, and these movies even spawned a Batman versus Predator comic, which I still need to go back and look at. It came out when I was, you know, teeny weeny, um, but I'll have to go back and look at that because I think that was even fun and dope. And, I, and it spawned many conversations between, um, you know, Batman versus, right? Batman versus Darth Vader, Batman versus Predator, uh, Batman versus Captain America. Some have been made in the videos on YouTube that I love. Um, but yeah, please go and check those out. Those are fun. Uh, the very first Predator, though, it, it is the GOAT of the Predator franchise. And one of the greatest... Uh, uh, was that 90s? Yeah, it was like 90. I believe it was 1990, if not 1989. Okay, yeah, not 89, 87. I'm sorry, let me get the facts straight. And that's pro that's probably why, you know, I, I, I remember this movie uh, uh, the way I do. Because, yeah, I was, I was a young one at this time, which is okay. Um, you know, some of you might have been teens, 
you know, at this time, but I was still a child. <laughs> uh, I think at this time I was, uh, God, let me think, let me think. Um, maybe like first and second grade. <laughs> so this is one of the movies why uh, my, my movie memory is probably so, uh, you know, dynamic and abstract and, and vivid. Uh, so, yeah. Um, Predator comes out in 87. The second uh, uh, sequel comes out in 1990. Uh, then AVP, 2004. Uh, AVP Requiem uh, comes out 2007. The, the Predator comes out 2018, and then uh, Prey recently dropped on us um, just this this month in August. So, you know, actually, let me let me look at something really quick. The Requiem. God, who was in that? Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, who was in that movie that I know? I usually know somebody. In all of these movies. Um, oh, Sam Trammell. <laughs> That's uh, Sam Trammell uh, is the owner of the bar in True Blood. So, okay, cool. Yeah, two, 2007. That was about the time I think True Blood came out, right? Loved the show. Loved him. Uh, he was awesome in it. Um. And he's he's been in a couple other movies that I haven't uh, I haven't seen, but of course, I always love seeing my people show up in other movies. Um, but yeah, um, Sam Murlock, the Murlock Bar, awesome. Um, but yeah, back to it. Uh, Predator, you know, coming out, you know, the, let's just go through them. The very first Predator. Uh, same scenario you have a group of of hunters soldiers i'm sorry soldier versus soldier uh, uh uh you know an army versus army now they're going on a rescue mission but you have you know basically dangerous men versus dangerous men and ours just happen to be you know better staffed better equipped and and in much better shape i mean Arnold and Carl Weathers and Jesse the Body Ventura. Um, and then we later see this in those, you know, the video games like Contra, where it's a, a, a caricature of Arnold and a caricature of Rambo right there on the video game. And they're just, this is kind of like the very first meme, you know, if you think. Or like when you would go to Payless and instead of uh, Nikes, you get Sykes, as, as Martin Lawrence says. Um, but <laughs> yeah, that very first predator, I mean, you, you've got that aspect involved, which is, um, a very dangerous man versus a very, another very dangerous man or group of people. And the predators happens to come down there in the middle of it and show everybody, no, I'm really the most deadly, the most violent and, and the biggest threat, um, until, we have a chance to study them and and kind of own them, you know, in, in a way. Uh, and that's why it, it brings me to my, my first question, you know, about why do they choose to leave their home? Because obviously they're dominant to us in strength and size, uh, uh, 
power, uh, their weaponry. I mean, an army of them versus an army of us would be nasty on, on our side. But as we have a chance to attack them, I mean, it's like, what, six to one, seven to one? You know, almost in, 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 in every movie, they're alone. They go in completely alone, which is kind of a bigger smear or a, a bigger slap uh, upside the head when you just consider like, man, this one predator did all this damage and they've always had the tech advantage. Like they've always been Iron Man, right? So that's what I'm, I'm looking at in all these movies. Um, uh, in Predator, I mean, Danny Glover is a police detective and he's investigating things that have nothing to do with Predator and then until he does. And then when you get in that shootout, the drug wars, the Jamaicans, you get in these shootouts with all these amazing, crazy, deadly people. Like we think, oh, man, the Predators haven't seen this before. They haven't seen a city. They haven't seen a this or that or the other. But yeah, this dude has a spaceship, man. He can go wherever he wants. They're intergalactic travel. So, I mean, you even got to look at the, the very ending of the movie. He hands him that gun from 1711 or 1717. I couldn't remember uh, specifically, but I believe it was the same year um, that we loop back to in Prey. Uh, it was just released. So, you know, AVP, um, AVP 2004, no lie, um, I took my girlfriend, now wife, to Alien vs. Predator, and she hung in there like a rock star. I know <laughs> this was not her type of movie. What does she want to watch? 13 going on 30. And Juice, for some odd reason. She loves to see Tupac act up in Juice. But, um, uh, yeah, Alien vs. Predator. Uh, the... For some reason... Aliens are a great and an equal threat to them. Um, their ability to burn through solid metal with their blood, their cunning and stealth movement. I believe they can run on ceilings. Um, they're very agile. They're very quick, very flexible, um, also very strong. Um, they're much, I want to say, they're much faster than a human, whereas a, a, a predator is more like a, a, a Captain America type, um, where they, they just have a little bit more of everything, more endurance, more speed, more power. So it's literally like 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 a Captain America in a, a, a space suit, um, which is still deadly. But in AVP, we got to go underground and learn something about the aliens and the predators, um, that we didn't know before, which is, um, this has been a part of a game that they've been playing for quite a long time now, right? So, <laughs> so uh, the Predators never saw themselves as the hunted, uh, never saw themselves as someone that, uh, I don't know, needs to run. <laughs> I mean, they've got all these tools, all these abilities, and, uh, you know, a sad thing is um, the, the, the one time that a predator does get uh, uh, impaled by one of those, uh, you know, alien hand succubus implant things, um, it creates a whole nother movie. Um, the AVP 
Requiem. Um, so the thing that like blew me away about AVP, and, and I'm, I love that I get a chance to talk about this now. The thing that blew me away about AVP, um, one specific thing, <laughs> was not a slow motion scene. It was actually an action scene where the Predator comes out of nowhere and does a 360 backspin spear stick into the side of that large uh, uh, giant mama alien because he had to shut that down. Now, even though they don't care about us and they hunt us for sport, a whole planet full of aliens on Earth, I mean, we... I mean, their blood literally melts metal, and, and they're willing to make that sacrifice to get out of a cage or a prison. So, yeah, which, which set up uh, uh, AVP Requiem, which was nasty. God, that movie was nasty. Like, you know, I'm thankful for the little boy that got to put on the helmet. He had autism, so he could sense and feel uh, uh, the environment a little bit different, right? There's always one. In every movie, there's always one. Um, and the very first predator, maybe it was the Comanche warrior, um, that slits his, his, his chest. He could sense the predator out there in predator two. It was Danny Glover. I mean, he could sense that something wasn't right. And his intuition allowed him to defeat the predator, not any of his skills and abilities, but it was his intuition playing into all of them in AVP Sanaa Lathan. Um, Snow Lathan, as gorgeous as she is, it wasn't her beauty that saved her. It was the fact that this predator now needed um, a teammate to attack and fight against these aliens. Now that they're trapped down there, you know, miles below ice in Antarctica, I think it was. Um, so, yeah, with that one shot, <laughs> that one laser shot that they, you know, slid down. Uh, but yeah, AVP, like just nasty, like just sick, like the whole slippery, slimy alien thing. Like, where's Dane Cook when you need him? Like, <laughs> like Dane Cook did a, a a joke about how he wants the abilities of the, the slimy, wet, slithering, fast aliens. Like he wants those all to himself. So, uh, <laughs> like, you know, which is funny and cool, but. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, you, he, he wants those alien abilities, but them, th there was a scene where one of the aliens, this is why I'm saying it's nasty. Slimy aliens are nasty to me. The alien sees a woman is pregnant and he goes and covers her mouth or whatever. I can't remember how it was done specifically because I was like, ah, that's gross. I'm not watching this. I don't watch Pimple Popper and all that stuff. So I was like, this is gross. The They use that woman and like force a whole bunch of alien bodies down her throat. And then she hatches like a bunch of aliens out of her stomach, just completely like damaging her pregnancy, which I'm like, y'all are effing gross. This is nasty. I'll fight every director and whoever wrote that scene in there, like, I just need to fight you one good real time just to let you know how I feel about that. Because I was in the delivery room when my wife was born. It's enough. <laughs> okay? It's enough. You aren't a real man if you can't sit in the delivery room with your wife 
with that wonderful woman of yours that's giving birth to your child. Um, you aren't a real man unless you can own up and be in that moment and see the child that you created. Bottom line, it's enough. We don't need any other. <laughs> we don't need any other addition to pregnancy. Like it, it's a beautiful thing. It's a powerful thing. And when I saw that, I was like, "You guys are gross. Like, what are you doing?" Um, but the predator, okay, <laughs> the predator, right? This was. Um, they took it to a new level because we went to their planet. You know, correct me if I'm wrong, but we went to their planet or a planet that they mostly inhabit. And I need to take some time to rewatch this because um, there are several people uh, in the film to, to take note of. I mean, great crew, um, great people, right? Um. Where's Lawrence Fishburne? I believe Lawrence Fishburne was in this, right? He reprised. They were saying he was reprising the role as, you know, uh, uh, you know, Arnold's character, which I was like, uh, no, <laughs> you don't do that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I dug this. They put a different spin on it. There were more predators, right? And I'm, I'm just now realizing something, um, that is a little embarrassing. Seven films, okay? I'm, you know, I'm I'm looking at, uh, you know, the Predator film from 2010. I mean, which, you know, uh, uh, Olivia Moon, uh, Olivia Moon came later, uh, but uh, I'm talking about the 2010 film. When uh, in reality, the 2018 film is the one I had confused with uh, The Predator. Um, because 2010 is Predators, plural. Um, this 2018 film, I have not seen. So now I got to go back and do my homework. And, and I got to think, oh, what was I doing during that time? I had a daughter. <laughs> my daughter was, uh, let me look at the... Yeah, uh, uh, September 14th, no. Yeah, September 14th, my daughter would have been uh, uh, a year and a few months. I was much too busy changing diapers and chasing around this one-year-old that now can walk. Um, so yeah, chances are I probably missed everything that happened in, in the year of 2018. <laughs> if it didn't, if it wasn't on Sesame Street um, or Blue's Clues, or Odd Squad, Odd Squad, Odd Squad. If it wasn't on Odd Squad or Blue's Clues uh, or Netflix, I, I probably didn't get to see it. So now I've got uh, not just some homework to do, but even a more better, uh, even 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 better report to give back uh, because I love all the actors in this film. Um, and there's some newbies in here I haven't seen. Um, this Trevante Rhodes. It's supposed to be Nebraska Williams. I have a little connection to Nebraska. Um, Keegan Michael Key, uh, Sterling K. Brown. Come on now, Sterling K. Brown. Okay, Black Panther. This was the dad of the Killmonger character. This is us. I mean, what didn't he do in that role? 
Like he did everything in that role. Um, Olivia Moon, she is Psylocke, an X-Men alum. Always gonna love her. Um, <laughs> Thomas Jane, this was, uh, Thomas Jane was my favorite Punisher. Now, obviously there was um, Dolph Lundgren as the Punisher um, way back in the day. There was uh, the gentleman that came after him, who's he's he's kind of an action star himself. Um, good actor. I've seen him in other things as well. Pretty dope dude. Um, but uh, yeah, this is oh Tom Bernthal, man. Yeah, John Bernthal in the in the uh, 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 Daredevil, and then later his own spinoff was dope. Was was amazing. And then Yvonne Strahovski. Um, I've seen her in everything from Dexter to Handmaid's Tale to everything. Like, this chick is working. Like, she's putting in work. Uh, so, yeah, everybody is, uh, everybody's dope in this. Like, they, it's an amazing cast. And what's, what makes me laugh about these films is, uh, there's, they're so loaded with all these actors. And I think it's just fun to kind of come and do something that breaks the norm. Right. Some of these are stage and theater trained actors. Some of them have only been on TV. Some of them have only been in movies or some of them choose, you know, uh, rom coms and dramas and, you know, all of these things that just keep them active. So, yeah, Jake Busey, you know, uh, you know, his dad, you know, was in Predator, too. So, of course, he comes back and it's going to be awesome. Like I feel like I've seen this movie, though. I know I've seen this movie. Uh, maybe I didn't. Like I said, my daughter was one. I probably didn't see anything. Uh, but in all of these movies, there exists that special one, that special person. And in Requiem, it was the boy that had autism. Um, you know, he was able to, you know, lock on to certain nuances and certain things that could, you know, throw the predator off. Um when in Predators in 2010, they start to figure out that all of them are a hunter, a predator, or an assassin um, in some way, uh, you know, they do their best to try to stay alive. Um, I, I I really enjoyed, you know, this film. And um, I love seeing the samurai go at it. I love seeing, uh, you know, the... The Berserker Predator, the Tracker Predator, the Classic Predator, um, Mr. Machete, <laughs> Danny Trejo, uh, Mahershala Ali, Dope, uh, and then Adrian Brody. Um, you know, how can you not love him? The pianist. I mean, he's just an awesome actor. Um, Topher Grace. Um, Topher Grace was just coming back off of, you know, that 70s show and Spider-Man 3 which I felt was a very, very, very hurried and rushed Venom. Um, he, was, he was one of those people in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that got put in the mistake category. Um, because I believe, this is just me saying this, I believe that the directors, producers, and, and those that are connected to most of the Marvel projects pre-2008, um, that didn't make it into the MCU of, of the Avengers realm. Um, they didn't really read the comics. They didn't really love the comics. Uh, because as you can see, when we get further into 
the Venom story. It's just done much better. I don't 100% agree with everything they chose to do in the Venom films, um, but it, it is done, you know, much better. Um, so yeah, all-star cast, amazing cast. Um, but as I was saying in my theme, there's always that one person whose intuition is a little bit more heightened than their skills and abilities. I mean, there are warriors that are great with a blade. There are warriors that are great with a gun. There are warriors that are great with their tactical knowledge and military science. But in each film, there has been one that has a higher combination of intuition and intellect, and they come together very well. Finally, in Prey, um, I, like you all, I, I just, maybe it's because I have a daughter. I, I understand <laughs> what a woman, you know, what a woman and a young lady will do to get your attention. And it was so hard for her to get her brother's attention, even though, like, if we're being honest, her brother with that harpoon that the predator had, her brother did a lot of damage with that harpoon. So what we don't know, what we don't know, can these predators self-heal faster than us? Do they feel pain the way we do? You know? So Naru did an amazing job of being an engineer and creating a system that allowed her to call back her weapon. Like the, the guy made a, a joke. He was like, even her weapon has a leash. Hey, that, that leash saved the day. Pulled her out of the sand, the mud pit, the, the quicksand mud. Um, Helped her recall her weapon and fight a little bit better. Even though the predator caught on to it, it was a chance to, to strike and use that weapon once again, which all martial arts artists know if you can use a deadly tactic or a deadly skill more than once, you're almost you're almost guaranteeing yourself a better chance of a win. Um, so I love seeing, uh, I love seeing her her do that. Like that was dope. Um, so yeah, her brother Tabe, uh, you know, was constantly helpful, uh, but he 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 wasn't able to see with his present day set of skills and abilities based on tradition that this newer, different threat is nothing like anything they had seen before. So it was really cool to see, you know, once again, intuition combined with powers and skills and abilities win the day. That, that, that third eye connection, right? Being able to see past uh, was the thing that helped us ultimately. So I have some homework in front of me today. Not only am I going to look and watch this show, like I can't wait. I'm excited to watch, uh, you know, uh, She-Hulk. I uh, can't wait to see that. Um, we've, you know, when when has uh, Disney Plus let us down? <laughs> These shows look amazing. And uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think we're going to be let down anytime soon. Um, so yeah, I'll, uh, I'm excited to see, uh, She-Hulk and I'll break that down a little bit more, talk about that, but I was really excited to see, um, these Predator films again. Um, they're weird. You get to nerd out a little bit on the technology, um, but they combine, you know, ultimately they combine three worlds, right? They combine the world of tradition 
they combine the world of, of, of sci-fi. So it's tradition, it's sci-fi, and then in the middle of tradition and sci-fi, you see this, this present-day element of trying to combine our macho, common-sense, male and female advantages to just stay alive, right? I mean, it, it's, it's a lot. So, yeah, there's a lot going on in these shows, and I'm excited that they made it. And yeah, now I can go watch, uh, uh, you know, The Predator in 2018, because, um, yeah, I missed that one. <laughs> but all right, y'all, I love y'all. Hope you love me back. Please love, like, and share these messages. I'll see you soon.